0: On this episode of Another Way to See It, Kim and Randy sit down with Serena and Michael Fredholm, founders of the online wellness community, One Two One Tribe. Michael and Serena are on a mission to help people live healthier and more sustainable lives by offering them access to the guidance of renowned wellness experts and support and motivation of a like-minded community. Maybe our listeners can hear in my voice the amazing transformational experience I had with 121 Tribe and the powerful inspiration of previous guest, Tina Delgado. Michael and Serena have offered our listeners a special promo code for the upcoming Reset Camp, which starts on March 13th. It's a 21 day journey to cleanse, boost, and restore your body, mind, and spirit. Please use the code Another Way, one word at checkout to receive a very generous discount. But you should hurry because camp registration closes on March 6th. More information is available in our show notes. We hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Another Way to See It podcast. I'm Kim Moran, joined by Tara Jones and Randy Poindexter. We're life coaches talking about issues we deal with personally and professionally. Hoping to offer you some tips and tools That help you to thrive. Hey, everybody! Thanks for tuning into another Way to See It podcast. I'm Kim Moran, joined by
1: Randy Poindexter.
0: How are you, Randy?
1: I'm doing great, actually. uh, Woke up early and went to the gym this morning, so I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah. Well, we have some guests today that will really encourage you to keep that pattern going. We're very honored today to have Michael and Serena Fred Holm, the founders of one One Tribe. Their mission is to help the world live a healthier, more sustainable lifestyle, and the way they do it is fantastic, inspiring, and so welcome, guys. It's so great to have you with us today.
2: Thank you so much for the invitation. We are super excited to be here and to chat with you.
0: Before we get into it, let's just briefly touch on one-to-one what that is, and then we'll come back and do more in depth. But could you just, in your words, tell us what one-to-one tribe is?
3: Yeah, yeah. sure take this?
2: Yeah, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, so one-to-one tribe is um, its first a platform uh, of well-known health experts for sustainable and healthy living, where anyone regardless of age, hobby, interest, lifestyle stage, follows a program which is led by this expert and you follow it in a camp setting, meaning that you do it together with other people. So our camps can have uh, two, three, four hundred people. You're divided into smaller teams based upon your goal. And then you follow the program and the camp together with a smaller team. And from time to time, you meet up with the whole, the whole camp. So it's really uh, like um, I, I asked, listened to your podcast about the hero journey uh, a few weeks ago, and that's really what we are trying to, to replicate. So you really go through a hero journey from start to finish with something that you want to achieve, a change. Uh, and it's led by the expert. You go through the hero journey and you don't do it alone. You do it with like-minded people. So that's very brief what we are, what we are about.
0: I love it. And it's really true. I, I'm, you might have heard this podcast, but I felt as if I was a healthy person. I felt that I knew about healthy eating and I was primarily plant based eating. But when it came to really understanding the camp, I went through my own hero's journey as a person who felt pretty strongly. And I think that's the beauty of the camp. No matter where you come in, you are yeah. stretched. You know, you're given that opportunity to stretch and grow and learn new things and be with other people, maybe as someone who is leaning on other people for help, but also maybe someone who's encouraging. I think it's such a great idea. And I really want to learn about you as individuals and then together as a couple and then as the creators of this program. So, who wants to start and tell us a little bit about themselves and how they found themselves on this path to healthy? sustainable lifestyle.
2: Actually, Michael, you can start because we are just taking this chronologically.
3: (laughs) Yes, I'm older, (laughs) a bit older. Yes, so uh, I'm uh, born and raised in Sweden, Uh, went briefly to the United States, to Colorado to go to university, went back to Europe, ended up in the Middle East, in Egypt and Saudi Arabia, building or helping an entrepreneur building pharmaceutical plants. So that was about as fun as it sounds like, building pharmaceutical plants in the desert. So nice experience, but that led me to meet a guy called Ulf Bengtsson. He's a Swedish uh, ex-bodybuilder and entrepreneur within uh, fitness. So we met in uh, Luxor, Egypt, by the pool after a long day. And I was kind of complaining about my job. Uh, and he said that, Michael, I'm opening up Romania's first fitness club, and Romania, for the listeners who doesn't know it, it's a East European country. It came out from a revolution thirty years ago. Anyway, but this was seventeen years ago. It was kind of the backwaters of Romania back of Europe back then. So I thought this would be so cool to come down to a completely virgin country. And set up the first commercial fitness club. So I resigned, packed my bags, went down to Romania, opened the first fitness club and very interesting journey because the only people that have been exposed to modern fitness was people that have been traveling uh, outside Romania. So it was a big learning curve, both for me and for the company, but it, it took off great. So I built uh, more and more fitness clubs. And uh, at the end of my journey there, we had about 40 clubs and 80,000 members. And we really it was kind of when I really discovered my passion of making an impact. So the first thing we set up to do was to make an impact in Romania to really transform the lifestyle uh, of people in Romania, which was great because, I mean, fitness is a big part of a healthy lifestyle and there were no fitness clubs. So uh, with forty clubs and eighty thousand members, it felt that uh, part of it was achieved to to really make a dent in, in the health of Romania, and that's kind of where that's, you where, we... In. that's where we <laughs> met.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm I'm Romanian. So I'm from here, and um, I think it was about maybe exactly the year when we met. Uh, me and michael because i just realized that uh, during that year it was about 2006 uh, many things happened it was really a time when i i had my start of a personal transformation a personal jo- journey towards a healthier myself um i started going to the gym i um, for example i gave up meat that was really my trigger uh, that was the moment when i realized that i i want to feel healthier i want to have more energy i want to be more active i want to take care of myself and you know slowly slowly i build up more healthy habits i became more conscious about my choices and i kind of experiment explore and of course i'm still doing that and While I started um, being more active and going to the gym, basically, that was the first step, you know, getting myself a a membership to the gym. That's when uh, me and Michael met. And um, we actually also started working together because I had this passion for, uh, started building this passion for fitness back then, which transformed me more of a holistic into wellness. Um, I really wanted to to work in this environment, so I um, I created a, a lifestyle magazine, a fitness magazine for the for the fitness chain. I started organizing events, um, um, developed a, a full uh, media network with a, a TV channel, with radio. Back then, were no podcasts, <laughs> but that would have been a great added value to to our community because we were building this big community as all up to a few ten thousands of people that were really, really loyal and they just loved our brand. So this is how we really started working in this domain and also realized that we are so good partners working together, not only as a couple. So then it took us to the next level when we realized that we wanted to do a little bit more and not only transform the people that are coming to our gyms or reading our magazines or joining our events really taking it a bit further i also um, started um, 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 being a part of um uh, studying studying nutrition so i realized that after i'm i'm done with my studies in nutrition there are so many nutritionists and health coaches and wellness experts that basically would would love to join a platform. So actually this is where it all started, this combination. And this is how we started creating kind of like the first steps to what is one uh, to one tribe now.
0: That's a great story. And there's a word in there that you said that's so important. I think it's the word holistic because Once you start to see what health is, what wellness is, you realize it's a function of a whole system that you can't do one without the other. And I like this word, and I think that's why it it is so impactful what you're doing in the world, because you look at the whole person, the whole system, their environment, their mindset. Why don't you talk a little bit about, if you could, this idea that you started with the body but now you're moving into other areas that include the mind that include the community that include the planet, because that is really, I think where this impact happens when an individual takes the answers, the call to the hero's journey, right. And goes through that. But now they're living in a way that is affecting everything around them.
3: I can start and you can fill in. So I think it's because it's, Really reflects on our own journey. So, as we said, we started from being a normal, sporty people, but far from being, you know, very healthy, I must say, going to the gym, fitness, really focusing on the physical aspect of health. That led to Serena giving up meat and becoming plant based. I followed, but with some restrictions. I said, I will never give up cheese. It took me another year and I could not even smell cheese. So one thing led to another, and during this journey, we also was such an eye-opener because we started reading a lot of books about all sorts of topics, meditation, breathing, uh, Darren podcast, The Rich Road, and like a whole world was opening up for, yeah, holistic lifestyle. And the first thing that we said, okay, but there must be a better, we were so hungry for information and so hungry to really implement more and more healthy habits so that's kind of how one-to-one tribe came to be because we said there must be a better way because now we're reading so many books every time we were in the car we listened to podcasts and everything was so scattered so i said let's let's try to bring it together and then the next step i would say was when many healthy habits were in place then you really start looking outside as you said on the planet so then you stop Using plastic, you start recycling more. You start carrying carry more. You start carrying more animals. So it really becomes more like own ripple effects. As it ripples out, and that's really what we want to try to replicate uh, with one-to-one tribe. So it's it's most people start with the inner journey, uh, and you have to because if you don't, if you're not fine inside yourself, physically and mentally, psychologically healthy, uh, you. I don't think you get the urge to to uh, to make a global impact. But when that is done, it's such a natural step that you really want to spread information, you want to make a big impact because you don't want to be the only healthy person uh, in the world. Uh, so I think a little bit that's how, yeah, how it came to be.
2: For, for sure. And I think the most amazing thing that is happening is that the people that they are going through these camps, I mean, they do have and they call it life-changing experience, but it's what is happening after the camp. And these people start, you know, really taking care of not only themselves, but their family, their whole environment. They're really looking around there saying, okay, how does my environment looks like? What can I do to make it better? And how can I create impact? they are coming to us asking how can we help how can we spread the word further we have such we had such an amazing experience we have learned so much and exactly as you said some people say okay i came to this camp with um, thinking that i know healthy i know uh, wellness but a whole world opened up So I want to share this and I want to create an impact. And I think this is the most amazing amazing thing that we can really build this community and take this movement further.
0: So for me, I just want to say that, you know, I'm a very physical person and I want to be healthy so I can continue to live a physical lifestyle. But something that is also part of my reality is, is I work as a life coach, but I work as a life coach for spiritual awakening and guidance of people. I knew on an intellectual level that in order for me to keep growing in this way, I had to make my body really clean so that I could support spiritual growth and openness. I didn't know How impactful this camp would be in that regard. And I really feel now that I can speak about this, because sometimes you know things inside, but you can't articulate it outside. When what you put into your body, whether it's food or it's a thought process or it's um, you take action steps and then it becomes habits, those things to me are vibrational. And the higher vibrational foods that you put into your body, the better the water, the better care that you take of yourself, this creates a vibration that attracts higher vibrational uh, experiences and people to you. And I was talking about this with Randy the other day, uh, because we were talking about eating. I was shopping in the grocery store. We were talking on the phone and I said, the better food you put into your body, the better your body vibrates. And now you have new room for experiences to happen. That is a metaphysical level that I'm not sure was intentional on your part. It might've been, I don't know, but the camp works on so many levels. Like for me, it was a spiritual experience. and. I heard something, Serena, when I was doing some research about you, and and I wonder if you could speak to this and whether you want to bring this or you did mean to bring this into the camp, which is modern shamanistic traditions or something about this energy that you, you know, infuse with what you're teaching. Does that make any sense? That was a long question. Yeah,
2: but it was a good one. And you said it very, very nice. You put it very nice. And I believe that, I mean, people are coming in the camp with so different goals. Um, And it's always, uh, this is something that we're putting a lot of focus on finding your why, finding your reasoning behind uh, the motivation why you're doing something. And I think this is something that keeps us going, um, drives us, um, uh, nourishes us. um, And whenever we have that moment of, okay, I don't know what to do right now, it's always going back to your why and really aligning yourself with your intuition, as you said, that maybe you already knew it, but because it's inside you, it's in your intuition, but you don't know how to express it. it. And um, no matter what goals you're bringing into the camp, there, there is a, a holistic transformation on so many other levels, but I would definitely say that it's always the change in your diet. Whenever you start um, eliminating those bad foods and really nourishing your body with amazing foods, with plant-rich, with nutrients, with hydration, with all the tonic shots that we are uh, giving the superfoods, this is I would say a a change that brings with it other changes. So everyone that has started um, um, uh, uh, this new way of eating are saying afterwards, wow, it's amazing that only a change in my diet could make such a difference on on so many other levels and aspects of my life. So yeah, totally, I, I agree, I agree.
1: We're right where we're supposed to be because this question is great. Um, speaking of diet, you know, I've been in and out of the gym for probably the last ten years of my life, going consecutively, falling off, not doing it. And for me, the easiest part was always going to the gym, and the hardest part's always been the diet. Can you kind of touch basis on the importance of going to plant-based? Um, Because in the in the nutrition market, they always talk about about proteins, supplements and all that. So can you kind of break down how important plant base is?
2: Uh, yeah totally and uh, going to the gym is great as well and it's uh, always good to move your body the way you fit the feels right to you um and when it comes to to how we eat it's super super important because we are doing that several times a day right um and uh, i mean i always say and it's not always easy to make the switch from um, um a gen or a, a normal diet or the standard especially the americans standard diet going full plant-based and that's why I always say it's good to go with small steps and maybe bring in more plants really focus on on your plate and whenever you look at your plate you see a lot of plants on your plate and this is the way we are like kind of crowding out all the unhealthy um, uh, foods because we are bringing in a lot of nourishment uh, from the plants Um, Yeah, so for me, I'm very, very passionate, uh, uh, not only about nutrition, but about cooking as well. So, the whole experience, my personal journey is the moment I gave up um, uh, meat and dairy and uh, I switched to a plant based diet. Um, this is uh, when a whole new world opened up for me because I discovered so many ingredients, so many um, uh, tastes, flavors, uh, colors. It it was just a complete transformation what happened in my plate, and obviously afterwards what happened in my body, and then it came as you said what happened um, on so many other levels.
3: I think I can jump in from a personal experience as well because. Yeah, uh, first off, I'm I'm very lucky because I married a Serena. She loves cooking, it's one of her biggest passions, and she cooks beyond this world and very healthy. So it, it of course makes it easier for me. But I think also because I was like you, and still aren't like you, often off to the gym, often on to the gym. Still now I'm trying to switch to yoga. I want to do yoga every day. It doesn't get uh, to be done seven days a week. So, and then of course, eating very healthy. But I think it's my biggest success factor, and I'm far from being, you know, perfect when it comes to to eating, was to kind of, as I said, when Serena went plant-based, I said, okay, I will join you, but I'm not plant-based. I'm not vegan. I'm going to still eat my cheese because I love Italian cheese with red wine. That's a few years ago. Uh, If I'm in Sweden, in my home country, I will do eat fish. But... Gradually, so I had like really a low barrier. I said, okay, I'm going to eat healthy, but for sure, don't. I'm not going to call myself a vegan or a plant-based. And gradually, it kind of came by itself. You know, one day I was bought the Friday night, I bought the Italian cheese, and the first uh, piece I took, I didn't like it. And I was so determined that I would never give up really nice cheese in my life. So I think a lot of things come kind of naturally. And it, of course, you change your gut bacteria and everything. And now it's just... For me, I'm just super, super enjoying uh, healthy plant-based food. So so it it comes by itself as well for some people.
0: There's a philosophy in the program that I think speaks to life in general, which is practice over perfection, right? Can you talk about that and why you felt that was really important? Because we, we talk about that as coaches too. To our clients?
2: I think that um, it, it was, you know, in our in our mind, on our mind for sure from the beginning, progress over perfection, because this was something that we experienced ourselves in our personal journey. But to be really honest, it came from the drivers. Yeah. So when we um, when we organized our first camp last year in May. Right they were the ones that were supporting each other because there were some of them that said, oh my God, I didn't take the tonic this morning or I couldn't do the yoga or the breath work. And some of them would say, well, listen, you don't have to follow the program to a T. You know, it's important to take small steps, but in the right direction. And this is how you're basically building healthy habits. You cannot expect to make a switch From one day to another, especially with so many healthy habits that maybe you want to adopt, it's impossible to adopt them and to keep them in a sustainable way, um, all of them. So that's why we really put a a focus and on this progress um, over perfection, because you can always fall into the trap of doing something perfect and then you're stuck. And then you're not doing anything. And then you're going back to where you started. So it's always, you know, also enjoying the ride. I love this. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the process. Because with a bad, with a good, you know, all the obstacles sometimes are uh, big opportunities and lessons where you can learn from and just to take you, take you further on the next level, on your next experience.
0: Who is an ideal triber? <laughs>
2: An ideal driver. Oh, well, all of them because they all have different stages. As as again, we're we're not talking about perfectionism, right? We're talking about a different uh, moment for 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 everyone has has their moment, and I think that everyone. Uh, has their, everyone has their own personal transformation story. And I think this is so important to share this story, Whatever you're in your journey, you can have just a, like a very, very tiny transformation. And then when you share it with someone that relates to that small, small habit or that small, small thing, you will empower those people. You can help them, you can guide them. So I always say, just share all your stories. They're all super, super important, no, no matter where you are in, in, in your life right now.
3: Yeah, I would say it's definitely it's impossible to define the perfect driver, and we shouldn't because it's really for for everyone. And I think it's just our last camp that you participated in, mm-hmm. uh, the youngest guy, uh, he was 15. 15. So, and yeah. we have a uh, lady that I believe was 82. So the ranges are like they're so big, and the different lifestyles. Some are super busy moms, super busy parents. Some are entrepreneurs. Some are a singer. So it's such a wide variety. But of course, when you see a 15-year-old guy that really, so wisely put it that he is so inspirational, that he really wants to not only change his lifestyle, but after doing the camp, he really wants to spread the world and make. a, a an impact in the world. And that's really beautiful when you're that young. I was super impressed with him, how he could be so clear in his thinking. When I was 15, I was definitely not uh, at that stage.
0: That was a trick question. Because I know that, that anybody who would be interested in this program would benefit from the program. And I really want to... To inspire people, no matter where you are, to lean into something that seems a a challenge, but also on the other side of that challenge is great reward. And anyone is capable of transforming and changing their lives, very much like you said, one step at a time. It's it doesn't happen overnight. I I was sitting with someone the other day and they were saying, I'm in so much pain and this is horrible. And I said, if I told you that if you committed to some things that might seem very difficult right now and might even be more painful, but I promised you that if you stuck with it, the outcome would be better. Would you do it? And they said, no. no. And I said, when you're ready, I will be here for you. Because the truth is, is sometimes it's uncomfortable. We have to get a little uncomfortable to have a breakthrough. And it's very frightening. And I think that's where the members of the team are very important in your program. And I would say to our listeners in the, in, in the wider sense, you have to be resourced by people that don't necessarily have to understand what you're going through, but they have to be willing to hold you kind of accountable and to cheer for you. I think you've done that so well. And I wonder if you knew that going in or if that was also part, because I do see that this tribe is evolving, right? You had this beautiful idea that you put into the world and that you're also allowing the experience of people to evolve this community.
3: Definitely. And I think that's, um, uh, we are so into this. You know, it's a startup, it's a lot of work, it's, it's uh, ups and downs. So sometimes you, you forget to lift your head and, and think about what we're actually doing. But you put it so, so right and so true that it's, it's really became kind of like a living organism. So we didn't plan much at all about what it became today and what it will become tomorrow. So it's so many things came from the tribes, uh, like you said, perfect, um, perfect um, progress not perfection came from the tribes. Some special now they have a special sharing. It was every morning they, they say boop and they share. So small things like this coming from them, and it's and also this um, what I think is became maybe the most important aspect uh, is that they all call it such a safe place, and, and as you said, the team leaders they're not. Educated professional health coaches, so they are everyday people that they are very passionate. But this to create this safe place, it really just opens up. And I think it is so needed in today's world to have a safe place where you can just share as a community and under a common goal, which is to do something good for yourself and for the planet. That's it. And when you have those kind of parameters in place, it really grows by itself and i definitely agree with you with the synchronicity with the energies it's just so many things comes it's just spreading out and so many things comes out from it so and i think we learned that that we should just leave it be with a lot of aspects because there comes so many great things and it will be the, the next camp we just we had a meeting the other day with a bunch of drivers and we just asked them, How should we do this? And what should we do? And the ideas were just flowing. So it's it's a really a kind of a living organism. If that's the right direction uh, definition.
2: Yeah, for sure. And I I I think that we are so lucky and we are so blessed to have these people supporting our dream. That of course we are where basically our mission right is to help them. And of course we should listen to them when it comes to what should we offer to them for them to have this transformation. So. It just, I think it's so beautiful that we can work together with our community taking this further. It's something that I have never experienced in other jobs. Um, And um, yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's really cool. And it didn't, it happened somehow natural. And I think it just came naturally. And I think it happened because we kind of did it um, um, authentically. It was part of our mission as well. So i think that you know going you know putting all your values aligning your values within this project this startup this company i you know sometimes i i can't even call it a company no <laughs> it doesn't feel a company for me so yeah
0: we talk okay. so much on the show about shining your light what is it in you which is what you just said it's our values our vision when you are aligned like that and you open up, this is attracting it. I mean, it just is attracting, right? Your light is out there for people to see. And they say, Oh, that's so attractive. What is that about? You know, tell me more about that. And you've done that. And then when you, when you put yourself in spaces for people to see you, you really are. I mean, this is what life is about. I interviewed a man yesterday who wrote a book he was a very high powered executive had sort of a painful situation happen to him but he had a spiritual journey whatever you want to call it he wrote a book and the subtitle is a story about getting what money can't buy because he was very wealthy i mean he he had everything on the outside i think that your vision what you've created in the world by leaning into your passion and your purpose You are giving people something that money cannot buy. You can't buy wellness. You can't buy buy alignment. You can't buy community. It's worth so much, so much value.
3: And it's so needed today. I mean, what we've seen is just... I was really kind of surprised how much it's needed. Just have a safe place with a nice community. When you put those two together then you really see the the desperate need for this. And I think it's something that probably disappeared over the last 50, 60, 100 years, gradually.
0: You have hundreds now of stories of life transformations from physical illness, disease, right? People are healing from this, from sort of mental stuckness. I'm sure that people, once they come online, what they put into the world is becomes expansive and productive and impactful. Could you choose one or two of your favorite stories that really was like confirmation to you about this is where I'm supposed to be? This is what I'm supposed to be doing.
3: All right, we can do one each. I can start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there is this guy who, who came from the first camp. In uh, the first camp, we was really like a pilot. We want to try it before we actually put a lot of uh, time and work into it. So it was free, a free camp. People had to apply uh, to be part of it, and part of the application process was have to send in a video, uh, Italian. And I looked back at that video a few months ago, and it was this guy? He was very nervous, shy, uh, as he put it, life has not gone very well for me uh both physically uh mentally he has came out from covid i think he had some sort of operation or an accident so kind of like not in a good state and today he's we had a meeting with him the other day uh he's just he's helping us so much he's shining is, he's shining i
2: know is he talking yeah about? <laughs> he's,
3: he's absolutely shining so not only did he really know he feels great in his body. Uh, because he's, he's he's eating good, he's training and everything, he's doing breathing, uh, meditation. So so that's 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 perfect. But just see his charisma, his outlook on life, uh, how he's taking initiatives. He he um, he arranged for some collaboration with us with some other brands, and it's just he's such a role model for me. Like and and this was he started that campaign in May last year. So we're not even talking about one year. But a transformation beyond the physically uh just being healthy is for me incredible and there's so many stories but uh, yeah that's why so I, I
2: was thinking that i i cannot choose but that's one thing that i need to work on when i need to pick something i cannot decide michael knows this <laughs> that's my struggle But I would say that there are so, so many stories. And I go back as well to the first camp when we asked everyone to send a video when they signed up. And there's so many of the tribers that now became actually almost all of them became team leaders. And they were shaking when they were um, recording those videos. And uh, we talked about it afterwards. And they said, that was the most terrifying thing I ever gone through. I was so embarrassed. I was so scared. Then some of them retook that video. I don't know how many times. And. Now, some of them are keeping seminars in front of hundreds of people. Some of them have completely changed their career and became uh, coaches. So can you see the difference like before? And that we're just talking about a few months um, in between this uh, this time. So it's it's really, really amazing. And it has nothing to do with the physical transformation, even though that comes, you know, as a bonus, <laughs> let's say
0: really impressed to talk to people about how they've been able to take small things and really make powerful changes. And, and that's what Randy and Tara and I do as life coaches and what I think can be done on so many levels. I was also thinking the other day about how important mindset, you know, Tina talks about mindset, Tina Delgado, she came on and I was thinking you could eat all the vegetables in the world and exercise, but if you don't have a good outlook, it mightn't work because our thoughts are so powerful. So could you talk about mindset as both fitness individuals, you, you had a certain level of mindset in control over that, but can you talk about the power of that?
2: I would say that it's super, super powerful, the mindset. And of course, our minds are super powerful. And if we don't know and acknowledge the fact that the mind is a tool and we know how to use it in our benefit and we know how to control it, you can eat all the broccoli in the world and the mind can take over you. And if you are going for, as we said earlier, for perfection, really achieving that perfect, picture perfect of yourself that you have in your mind or that your mind have set um, that goal for, uh, then you can definitely fall into that trap, into the trap of mind. So I, um, I myself, I'm struggling sometimes with that. And um, I know that every time the mind takes over me, I need to go back to my routine so so important to have the routine for me the morning routine is the most important thing because once I I get those things done in the morning you know my whole energy is different I have a new outlook on the whole day on my whole life so I always know that those moments when I start to feel a little bit anxious I know my mind took the power. So I need to go back and work with that mind and really show her who the boss is, basically, and go back to myself, which uh, shows the way and shows the truth, basically.
3: Yeah, it's true. And I, and I think it's um, uh, it's kind of a lifelong learning to improve your mindset. I mean, I, I think you you, you never, there's probably just a few people in the history world that, that really, really achieved the mastery of this. But uh, I'm... I'm constantly trying to improve my mindset Uh, and it's like a roller coaster one day is good one day is less good but it's something that uh, is so complicated I mean the, the mind the brain or other minds the whole body I mean it's so complicated so but it's so interesting to learn and to continuously trying to improve on it because when you see that the progress, um, I never meditated a few years ago. Now I do it every morning religiously. And I mean, just uh, it's so fascinating how you can. Uh, and I know that I, w- I will never be perfect. And you can never be perfect in meditation. So it's, it's, for me, it's really a lifelong learning, but it's uh, in a fun way.
0: I'm so glad that you both shared that because I do think that we all have these moments that are super high. Highs for us, right? We can't. You can't stop me. I'm taking. I'm conquering the world. But then we also have very low moments. And I think something that I like to talk about, and something you said, is we have practices that support our 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 continued sort of growth and forward movement. So, could you talk about a little bit about what some of those are for you? Things that you just must do every day.
2: Uh, for me, <clears throat> I mean, these practices are maybe evolving or changing from, in, in time. And I would, um, I would recommend everyone to really um, adopt practices and habits that fit to their lifestyle, that don't feel overwhelming. Again, we're going to exploring and taking small steps. Uh, But when it comes to me personally, um, for sure, breath work is a big thing. And um, I do that every, every morning, almost every morning, I would not say (laughs) perfectly every morning. Um, And um, then uh, hydration, every morning when I wake up, that's the first thing that I'm doing, drinking a lot of water and then trying to maintain that hydration level throughout the day. And then food, because food is a big part for me, not only that uh, uh, I'm passionate about, uh, but um, also um, from seeing, you know, those maybe few times when I skip my routine, when I skip my healthy um, eating routine, because maybe I was traveling or, I didn't, I was not organized enough. And these are the moments when I actually feel how important and the the amazing benefits that that brings to me. So for sure, if I would have to choose something to go forever, it would be a green smoothie. (laughs) I know that I could thrive on a green smoothie forever. So I would never give up on my green smoothie.
3: Yeah, for me meditation for sure every morning for many years now meditation started very easy with headspace and then moving gradually into more more deeper sessions so meditation super important for me i mean i and now i just i can't imagine starting the day without it because it's just it's my favorite moment of the day uh, then I actually just started incorporating breathing sessions. Uh, so I, I never did it. I was always fascinated about it. I was looking at Serena. I said, okay, I do my meditation, so I cannot spend more time in the morning. But now I actually, uh, only for like three weeks, I'm adding like a short breathing session before my meditation. Then my biggest struggle, which is so annoying, and it comes back to mindset, I think, is that I love yoga. And whenever I do yoga, regularly uh, even if i do it like consecutive every day for 30 days i feel so great and still i'm like a jojo so i do it regularly then i'm off two weeks and then i'm starting again it feels like i'm back from square one so and i can't figure out why i don't do it every single day because i love it it, it makes me feel great but uh, that's that, that's kind of uh what i'm struggling with
0: it's so natural and i also just saw it in a different way when we find a practice that we love or something that really supports our life and then we let it go for a little while it's almost like you fall in love with it again so it's an opportunity to fall in love and to reaffirm that it supports what you want to create in the world and and i think that's a beautiful thing i mean i have a chanting practice I can chant for a long time and then I stop. And then when I notice things coming up, I'm like, oh, that's right. You you can chant and that can transform what's happening now. I don't do it every day, but I know it's there and I know it will help me and support me. So yeah, this life is fantastic. I mean, highs and lows, peaks and valleys, but always that we can rise up, always that we can come and become stronger, better more loving, more compassionate, more impactful, all of these beautiful gifts. So your story and what you're telling me and how you really are walking the walk with people. That's what I think people really need to see is that I'm not just here. I I, I just didn't arrive here. I wasn't born at this place. I worked toward it. I loved myself toward it. Something that happened for me, and I'll share this with you, is that always in my life, I struggled with food. So I had a lot of health issues and and I never felt good after I ate. When I was young I had allergies and things like this to food. But as I grew up and became a teenager I also had eating disorders. So food was controlling for me. And then you know um I became a mother so I had to feed my children so I understood the the, the beauty and the the reason to feed healthy organic foods. But I also you know I mean mentally I wasn't really Quite where I wanted to be. So then food became a way for me to heal. And also, I'm very physical. So I came off a few horses, had some ski accidents, and my body was broken, but I also knew food healed. So going into this, I was what I would say is I had disordered eating. I had food resentment from having to cook and provide for everybody. And basically, I would say it was plant based, but I wasn't really eating. Like I I would make a smoothie in the morning and I would eat blueberries and call in a day like that was it. So for me, part of the transformation in this program for me was to learn what self-love was. And it's not just taking a bath and, you know, getting a massage. It's about how do I love myself and how do I live a disciplined life that supports myself and my growth and my health and vitality. That was very huge you know a lot of people think self love is just these fluffy ways that we make ourselves feel better self love is discipline and showing up for yourself and the cooking part is hard for me serena i don't like it i the kitchen is really not my favorite place but to love myself means that i have to give myself time and to prepare food mm-hmm. that is kind to my body and my spirit and and all of these things. So that was a gift that you guys gave me. Really a a tremendous gift. Yeah,
2: it's it's great to hear. And then I always say that it's so important when you think about self-love, self-appreciation, self-worthiness is to really nourish yourself. And I'm not talking only about the food. You know, everything that you're giving to yourself, if it's food, if it's movement, if it's um, mindset, if it's, um, words, if it's everything, um, it needs to nourish you because you want to, t- if you want to take care of self, I mean, this is how we are growing, being
0: nourished. Mm. Mm. Okay. What is something, if, if I said, what is the most important thing for you to, to say to the world, like this is urgent. We have to give the world a, an urgent message. What would be something that you think is really important for everyone to hear?
3: I can start. I think it's, um, uh, I mean, we are in a such, uh, how to put it, I would almost say like a panicked situation. Uh, The the world is not going the right direction. I mean, it's so clear. So, So the first message is, I would say, to just realize everyone knows this. Uh, but really sit down and think about it because it's it's a no-brainer. Looking at what happened in the last hundred years and, and the last 20 years, it, it it cannot sustain in this way, both when it comes to the environment, but also for the global consciousness, how we treat each other, how we treat our own bodies. It's just it's so clear. Give it another 50 years, it will be a catastrophe. And for me, that is so frustrating how we can even allow that to happen for this beautiful planet and beautiful people uh, and how people treat each other. Uh, so I think that is such a, we, we really need to open our eyes and not just accept and agree that this is the case, but we need to take action. And we cannot sit and wait for governments or companies to do it. Uh, they, have, they will do a big part but uh, everyone needs to take their responsibility and not, doesn't have to be so boring. I mean, it can be so much fun and rewarding. I mean, I think maybe people decide not to get involved or do it because it feels like something you have to do is something boring, but turn it around. It can be such a great hobby to just do good things uh, in the community with yourself with other people. Uh, so that that's, I think, my my biggest message
2: yeah and I think that we see this you know every day from our tribes from our community it's really really impactful and it's so motivating to see them how they are really doing something better if it's a small thing something in the right direction and it is for me it's very frustrating because you know I I know we know in our community that it's so nice to live healthy and it's okay can be a bit challenging in times but that's why we are creating this community to support each other and I would also say that not only open our eyes but we should definitely start opening our heart and really to connect with ourselves and to really start being more conscious whenever we are doing something. So those small daily actions, if you start becoming conscious about those daily actions, you realize that you can choose good or you can choose bad one. So then it's up to you. And I know that, of course, deep down inside, everyone wants to choose the good and doesn't want to create um, create the bad in the world or in their own lives or families. So yeah, whenever we are uh, building habits, We can choose if we're building ones that um, are um, making us thrive and the planet thrive, or the opposite.
0: So well said. Uh, Very beautiful. I agree with both of you. And something that's really apparent to me is that we are always having an impact, always. Are we conscious of what it is that we're doing? And once you start, like, once you start down this path, you can't close your eyes and go back to sleep. You know, you have to keep going forward. So I really like that. Let's talk about some stuff that's coming up because I know you have some things coming up and I want every one of our listeners to hear and then to join. So tell us what's happening soon.
2: Yeah, that would be amazing if uh, if they would join. We are uh, starting a new camp, March 13. it starts, kicks off. Um, we usually, we always start on a Sunday. Um, so the program is, no matter how long the, the program, or the camp uh, is, we start on a Sunday with our campfires because we really want to, to bring the community together. And we, yeah, it's just like a kickoff uh, uh, a meeting. And um, it's a 21-day um, reset camp um, we have done this camp but on a smaller um, a version on a 10 day and um, it has been uh, asked for from our tribers to do it longer uh, the results were simply amazing during the reset so we're taking it uh, to a 21 day when one week um, you are going through a phase of cleansing the body eliminating inflammatory foods toxins a really nourishing uh, back Then you're going to the second week of boosting and really putting a lot of accent on the plant-rich foods and also on the practices that are supporting this type of eating from breathing sessions to uh, daily meditations, you know, but everything is on a, like small steps. Again, we're going back to small steps, small, uh, short meditation breaks because We don't want to make it overwhelming. We want people to really try from everything and really afterwards creating their own routine. Um, And the last week, um, it's about restoring and putting, you know, into uh, back into um, and resetting the whole body and mind. So 21 days starts March 13. um, You're all welcome. Online, of course. (laughs) Of course, online, yes.
0: I'm really excited about that because I do believe that we can live amazing lives. We don't have to age out like was in the past. We can live and be vitally healthy for so many years. Um, and this is one of the ways to do this. And for me, I've met really amazing people and I believe that it's not only what we do, what we eat, but who we are around. That influences us into health and vitality and positivity, or the opposite way. And being with some of the people that I've met definitely increased the vitality and richness of my life. And so putting yourself into a group like this is a vehicle to help you transform. I fully believe that surround yourself with people who are going after the life that you want. They will inspire you. They'll help you. So tell us. How people can get in touch with you, find information about you, look up the camps that you offer. If you could just say that out loud, and I'll also include it in the show notes.
3: Yeah. so one to one tribe.camp, um, <laughs> one to one tribe.camp that's uh, the website where you find all the information. Uh, of course, our Instagram, one to one tribe. Uh, as well uh, and when we're super happy to and i think you do it in the show notes to have a promo code for a special discount for the next camp because we, we really want as many people as uh, as possible to join us uh, the more the better the bigger camps the bigger campfires the the more fun we will have so uh, that's um, yeah. did that mean something no no <laughs> that's it
1: <laughs> i'm just so amazed um by the story that both of y'all share and how it became this community. I mean, that, that's the hero's journey is to navigate through something. And when you come back, you share it. So even though y'all individually went through your journeys, y'all came together and then created something that was needed. And I think that's such a huge takeaway, not just from you know what y'all do as far as the tribe itself and the program, but the message that you bring. I mean it is huge and it is like we've all said it is so needed right now in in many aspects and something that that has been resonating with me over the last week is dreaming big. So I'm going to ask y'all what what what's your big dream for the 1 to 1 tribe.
3: Yeah, I can start um uh, my biggest dream I think our biggest dream as well is to is just it's yes. just it's one big thing and that is to really make a, a big impact in the world obviously in order to do that you you need a community you need a big community so for us it is just to create a large community so we have the, the the mass to really make a difference uh, in the world so that's uh, when we reach that i will be so satisfied because then i know we have done everything in our power to, to create a better future.
2: Of course, I'm sharing <laughs> the same dream because we are sharing the same mission <laughs> and values, not only for the for the company, but in general, for our lives, for, for this world. And uh, I could dream big and think that there will be one day when everyone will eat healthy and will just flourish and have vitality and just, you know, being, um, yeah, being in perfect uh, balance, um, mind, body, and spirit.
0: I just want to kind of go over, people can see this on their, when they go to the 121.camp website, but Serena, offers the Reset Camp. You also have a Super Life Camp. Just briefly tell people the difference.
2: So the camps are different um, because, first of all, the Super Life Camp um, uh, was led, uh, because the Super Life Camp finished. Now, we are doing it on specific times. Um, It uh, started in the beginning of the year in January um, and um, it's uh, Darren Olin's camp. um, And Darren is also our partner in the company and Actually, this is, we all started uh, um, uh, working, you know, together and building this, uh, this dream that we have and that, that we share, you know, to help more people thrive and be healthy. Um, and um, we transformed his book, Super Life, into the Super Life program and Super Life camp. And um, that was a 21-day uh, experience. was amazing, um, and um, that will probably uh, be a new one um, in uh, in the spring. Probably in May. We 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 are not sure exactly on the dates, but we'll definitely um, announce it. And now the reset camp that starts March 13 will be led by me, and it will be a, a program dedicated on um, on resetting both uh, actually three parts of body, mind, and spirit with with activities such as, obviously, we have a meal plan, uh, we have breathing sessions, meditation, yoga, uh, some functional workouts as well for the ones that are struggling with yoga, and um, a lot of emphasis on um, actually uh, um, goal-setting intentions and manifestation through some journaling exercises.
0: I love it. I just wanted to give a little moment to to, to really talk about the differences. I think they're both necessary. I think they work very well together. And for anyone who's interested, definitely check that out. I want to say thank you so much, not just for coming on today, but for creating this beautiful vision and manifesting it into the world and touching people's lives in a very, very powerful way. Um, You haven't, seeing the end of me you guys sorry (laughs) now you're stuck with me
2: thank you so much thank you so much we really appreciate you um, inviting us here and appreciating um, your experience and you sharing your experience uh, through the camp so that makes it so yeah so authentic and so such we had such a nice conversation so again thank you so much
1: also thank you um for being authentic um i know this is just an audio recording but y'all do light up when when y'all are talking about what y'all created and it's just beautiful to see so i'm honored that y'all were able to, to come on and, and talk about y'all's journey and and where it's going so thank you thank you so
2: thank much thank you so much